0: Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1-900-Hot-Dog, America's strongest comedy website. I'm bulky beefcake Robert Brockway, and with me is beefy bulkcake Sean Baby. A pleasure. And our guest, the absolutely yoked, I mean, ripped to the gills, no way she's natty, it's Katie Golden.
1: My bones are meat.
0: Fantastic. You're going to be you're gonna do so good at this already.
1: Solid muscle. No uh, no blood, nothing else, no bone, no skin, all muscle.
0: See that's how you get ultimate gains. You replace yes. your skeleton with muscles. And then I, my,
1: yeah. My eyes are little biceps.
0: <laughs> you just Very octopus buff- through you. any space. <laughs> uh before we get started, what do you wanna plug today, Katie?
1: Well, I do have a podcast called Creature Feature where I talk about the swollest animals in the world. Uh, we take a look at exclusively Exclusively evolutionary biology of the strongest animals. No, it's it's any animals. It can even be the squishy ones. Um, I also am now the co-host of the podcast, Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, with Alex Schmidt. And we just got a new home on the Maximum Fun Network. So that is very exciting. I highly recommend you check that out.
0: It's super exciting. I just I was listening to other MaxFun podcasts a little bit ago and I just got my first secretly incredibly fascinating ads. I was like,
1: oh wow, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. I I like your ads way better than most ads on that network. And maybe it's because I'm biased, but uh but no. You make you make everybody else look like crap, is what I'm saying. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. That's mm-hmm. that
1: is our goal exactly. They to- don't
2: talk about yeast <laughs> like you and Alex do.
1: That's true. We do talk about yeasts.
2: Who does talk about
0: yeast like them? Mm. Top of the yeast game, you guys.
1: Yeah, the, the 30 under 30 yeast, uh, yeast talkers, <laughs> except I don't think either of us are under 30. so.
0: <laughs> it's amazing you cracked that list then and then dominated. Right. Just yeah. dunking on those kids.
1: The problem is nobody under 30 is talking about <laughs> yeast. <laughs> do get
0: there, though. You'll get there someday. Come up, kids. All right,
2: then, well, Katie, right, the only Let me only tell you what I'm wearing. Let me tell you what I'm wearing first. I'm wearing first? a potato chip, potato chip bag with two leg holes, <laughs> cowgirl boots, and 11 spine berets. That's my Barbarian fashion check, the first one. Oh, it was
0: a Barbarian. Oh, see, I thought it was just just your, uh, your everyday workout outfit. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that's, that's what we're doing today. We're doing another Barbarian Brothers podcast, and Katie, the only thing I asked you to prepare for today- was to not know anything about 1980s novelty bodybuilding twins? Did you do that?
1: Oh shoot! I learned everything about that. Yeah, damn uh, it! Oh. Wait, hang on a minute. No, no, no. I, I got it confused with another thing. I was learning Italian. That's what I was doing. No, I know nothing about this.
0: They're very close. They're, they're yes. both. They both have masculine pronouns and and just you know a lot of problematic history
2: the blueberry <laughs> brothers kind of talk italian are they italian or just like really from new jersey no that's one of the problematic things
0: they're not they're not okay. <laughs> they're from heart they're from where they're weirdly enough uh i don't know if this just leaked into my brain because i i lived here or if i moved here to be close to them but they are from where i currently live hartford connecticut
2: and do you ah. run into people that talk like that
0: uh no <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, talk like they're from Canada. No, the Barbarian Brothers are just they're they're doing doing a barbarian accent. I guess is uh, that is it. what that's
1: is the barbarian accent the same thing as like an American Italian accent? Yeah,
0: uh, it's close. pretty close. Uh, it's cl- it's like an American Italian accent, but bigger, ah, but like huger. After Bar-medi. being kicked in the head by a donkey. Yes, mm. like pure just pure meat like an italian accent being spoken by a pile of meat
1: like if you squeezed italian out of two shanks of beef
2: right a bowl of italian meat shot through a trumpet <laughs> sure that's yeah yeah
0: there you go uh, the Barbarian Brothers were, I always say, I'm going to keep saying they're wrestlers because they really should have been wrestlers, but they're not. They were just bodybuilders, and they were twins, and they were huge, and they were goofy, and somehow for, want to say about three or four years there, they became just an absolute cultural icon and then disappeared completely. Uh, we've covered their other movies, The Barbarians, which was their Conan the Barbarian ripoff, uh, Double Trouble, which was like a, a spy thing twin sitters which was my favorite uh, and that's kind of a home alone rip-off where they become kind of a kind of a mr. nanny ripoff where they they babysit twin boys and then are attacked by uh by evil evil doers and have to fight them off with uh home antics and then think big which was their trucker movie and they're just all they're just all fantastic uh you'll come to understand the unique logic of them as we go through them because I have turned all of those movies uh, into tabletop role-playing games and forced people <laughs> to role-play as our favorite big boys. Uh, but like I've said, we, we're all done playing the movies. So now that's all that's left is like the bonus features. So we're going to play the best Barbarian Brothers supplemental material.
1: <laughs> oh, finally, I get to play in yep. supplemental material. We
2: found some old uh, voicemails. They left Brockway uh, telling him to leave him alone the surviving and you're going to play them and we're going to play the voicemail
1: i feel like that does it does sum up my personality is supplemental And <laughs> found in the appendix in addition to uh, you know whatever you got
0: whatever Not you got the going main on main course
1: but aside or as we say in italy a contorno
0: Oh, see, we're already getting so sophisticated. That's the that's the <laughs> smartest thing that's ever been on this podcast, right there. <laughs> okay, the rules are simple. Me or Mika, you your words to believe him? The rules are simple. You, Katie, you're David Paul. He's the sensitive yes. and artistic barbarian. Uh, I can Sean tell is by going his hat. to be. <laughs> Sean is going to be Peter Paul, and he's the wild card barbarian. Uh, they're both wild cards. I guess yeah, I had a-
2: no idea only one was supposed to be a wild card. They are <sighs> maniacs.
0: They're both maniacs. Uh, I'm gonna give you a scenario uh, sometimes both of you, but usually one or two of you, you respond like a barbarian brother and if you sync up with what actually happened or if you're just barbarian as fuck, you get a barbarian point.
1: Great. And so you're, it's okay that I don't know it's okay I don't know anything about David Paul.
0: Yes. It's fantastic that you don't. Okay. Because this is about you figuring out what a barbarian brother would do in an ordinary, well, not an ordinary situation, in any situation. And it's not what you think, but you'll get there. You'll get there and you'll learn to understand them the best way that you can understand a human being, which is through Dungeons and Dragons.
1: I guess the one thing I do know about David Paul is he has uh, beautiful hair and beautiful. Better cleavage than I do, so already I am hey, trying that's... to put in this mindset.
2: Yeah, maximum cleavage. Let's test your barbarian skills right now. Could you give us a barbarian fashion check? Like, what are you as a barbarian wearing? Give me three okay. items of clothing.
1: Three items of clothing. Uh, tin cans for my shoes. Mm.
2: Second.
1: Second. String, but it's just got ravioli. As sort of suspended on the string, like a candy necklace, but ravioli. Okay. How does she
0: know about the ravioli? She's natural.
1: And then f- to cover my shame, I would wear, mm, ooh, huh. I think maybe a live animal that I've formed a relationship, oh. like a living <laughs> mink, two living okay. minks that are hugging me and this is dangerously, dangerously
2: close to mink sex. Like, I mean,
1: I'm not going to have sex with the minks. That's how you get I
2: feel like you already are. I feel like legally, dangerous. legally speaking, this no. is already.
0: You're no, no they're, they're, know, they're, you're their, You're their home.
3: They live on <laughs> you. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: Exactly. They're my tenants. I, I, it's just, they're going to be very soft, but I'm against killing them. So the, the thing is like, if I care, like, look, it's sort of like a baby Bjorn that the minks are in, but a little lower. Okay. So it covers my, my business.
0: Okay. Katie, that is absolutely and completely correct on every yeah. level. You get a you're barbarian a, point. You're a born Great.
1: barbarian.
0: We haven't even started yet. And you got a barbarian point. That is a first. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, and that track is of those. getting the ride of its life.
1: Oh, I should keep track of these. I'm going to write it. Yeah, keep
0: track of those yourselves. Uh, If you don't, at the end, you'll have to make up any number, and I will believe it without question. And who wants that? Okay. All right. Let's get right into it. First up is a deleted scene featuring the Barbarian Brothers from the 1994 Oliver Stone movie, Natural Born Killers. (laughs) Now, imagine, if you will, what one would have to do to get cut from Natural Born Killers. It's, it's pure indulgent chaos, and there's just, they left everything in that movie, except for this. Uh, you are playing the Hun brothers, Simon and Norman Hun, who are thinly veiled versions of the Barbarian brothers, which is you, and you're actually playing them. Why are you even thinly veiled versions of yourselves? It's, it's unclear from the start. You're being interviewed for a documentary on Mickey and Mallory, the serial killers, and Katie, you're up first. Where are you guys? Where does this interview take place?
1: So this is in the movie, Natural Born Killers? Yes. Is it in a meat facility? That like, is so close.
0: Meat? That is so close that you get a barbarian point. It's in a
2: gym. Hey. <laughs> in your home. That's where you were born. That's it's where what you meant. die. Yeah, that's, what that's what how you, you translate it's a gym is. into Italian. That's exactly that is, that correct.
1: Is, yes, exactly. That is just called meat making facility, and but the meat is yours.
0: <laughs> and, and the interviewer wants Great to segue. know what you what you think about serial killers.
1: Um, wait, is it still my turn or is it?
0: It's still your turn.
1: Okay. What do, what do you well, What do you
0: as a barbarian, as David Paul, the sensitive and artistic barbarian, what do you think about unrepentant murderers?
1: I think they should have had a better childhood.
0: Uh, no, I'm sorry. You admire them. You respect oh, them.
1: Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Clearly, Sean, okay, you're up now. Peter, what do you admire about murderers?
3: Well, a human face makes a great shoulder pauldron, and there's no way to get one from like the doctor or the morgue. So you sometimes need to go kill to get your own
2: fashion. <laughs> it's all about fashion. You got kind of a Seinfeld thing going in that part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't want uh, to do an
2: offensive Italian voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now the Katie's on, you won't do the voices, huh? I see uh-huh. how it is. Yeah. Uh, that's no, in the kind fact of respect, you respect you say, I have
2: for our guests.
0: In fact, you answered, they's mesmerizing, they hypnotizing. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. will, that's not, you don't uh, I Can't believe. I can't believe Oliver Stone cut that. <laughs> you don't love the line because you will say it several more times and every time you call it hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. It's great. It's adorable. So he, uh, he, he thinks serial killers are hypnotizing. They mesmerizing, they hypnotizing is, is what you admire about him. And the camera pans out to reveal something shocking. Uh, you can both guess. What is it?
2: Uh, we've been dismembered.
1: <laughs> I'd say we'd been extra membered.
0: Oh, uh <laughs> In a way, you're both right. You can both have a <laughs> barbarian point. Well, thank you. Yes, you, you've each lost both of your legs. You, you have had both of your legs removed. Katie, how did you lose your legs?
1: I lost my legs to a crocodile on a boat. He was on the boat, too. I was on the boat. We were both on the boat. And there was <laughs> enough meat for me. And the crocodile, and I wanted the crocodile to live. His name was Jimmy, so I gave him my legs.
0: <laughs> that's a perfectly barbarian answer. It's not correct, but you get a point. Uh, they were, in fact, chainsawed off by Juliette Lewis. Mm, oh,
1: the that yeah. was going to be my second one.
0: All right, let's do a natural-born killer's barbarian fashion check. Katie, <laughs> David, what are you wearing?
1: Well, I am wearing a headband that has a little bit of spikes on it I'm wearing a tank top but my nipples are showing and under that very 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 short jorts
0: that that is amazingly correct (laughs) that's that's like movie authentic (laughs) that's definitely had they have worn that at some point so you get a barbarian point for that uh, you're wearing cutoff shorts. Completely right. Really? Uh, you're you're totally shirtless, uh, which isn't always the case. So your instincts were good. You have a single jade amulet, as though uh, as though you're <laughs> under a magic curse. Uh, you're I bet wearing that a black. Good. Maybe uh, you're wearing a black rubber belt, but not where a belt goes, and a purple towel. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean. What are you wearing?
2: Uh... A vest made of Dwayne the Rock Johnson Valentine cards. The, the bed sheets of a forsaken child. Uh, Kleenex boxes on my feet. Well, they were on my feet when they were attached. Now they are bloody rectangles on oh, the you other lost side your, of the room.
0: You lost your tissue sneakers? That's There's terrible. Juliet Lewis'
2: room all the way across the room.
0: <laughs> uh no you're wearing cut off kh- khakis as opposed to the jorts uh a child's first sports bra so you get you'll get a point there i think okay. that's close enough uh a single wrist warmer uh new mexico flea market bracelet and a matching but slightly different jade amulet as though you're under a different kind of curse you also have a purple towel and you're both in wheelchairs
1: hmm. when we put our jade amulets together do they fit
0: they absolutely fit, and you transform into one much huger man.
1: Oh, the, we so have so like half half the impulse control. It's like one of are we sort of like a man man centaur, where one of us is on the bottom, and our feet is the sorry, our hands are the other person's feet, and then that one of be. us is on the top, and our yeah. their hands are the hands.
2: Oh, of course. I'd like absolutely. it if our I'd like it if our waists were like glued together, so that yes, we could exactly. Sort of, yeah, yeah. So we could do cartwheels. We yeah. could flip upside down if, one, if the other one wanted to do the talking as the head.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a cat-dog situation, but it's a man-man.
0: <laughs> man-man. Man-man is his name. That's what, he, that's what people call this him. The
3: situation requires a delicate touch. Do a cartwheel so I'm the head and you're the crotch, okay? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what
0: happens, of course. <laughs> uh, Katie, how do you feel about your legs being stolen?
1: I think it only makes me stronger because it's less meat overall. So I can focus on the meat I got and not the meat I want.
0: My God. See, I told you by playing this game, you would understand this person and you completely do. That's almost word for word. Correct. Uh, (laughs) I'm not even going to read you the real quote because that's so close. That's what he, that's genuinely what he answers. Get a barbarian point. Wow. Uh, Sean, you also have complicated feelings about this maiming. Can you explain them as best your Um, huge mouth can?
3: I'm just happy to be a part of such a hypnotizing (laughs) near serial killing. I like to be a part of most of a serial killing. Uh, It's just a real honor. Uh, You don't get a point because it's far crazier than
0: that. Uh, Peter says, (laughs) it's like this. Two people are standing in a dark room waiting for the other to attack. These two people can't see each other, yet they know they're there. Now, they can either stand in that dark room forever, waiting to die of boredom, or one of them can make the first move.
1: It's beautiful. Wow.
2: So, Mickey and Mallory made the first move, is what he said? And saying? that's
0: why they respect them.
2: Oh, because they thought to murder... The, they would thought to cut their legs off first.
0: Yes, I, that's what he is implying, is that... Every single human being is in a dark room with another human being. And uh, if you don't yep. chainsaw their legs off first, you're going to get your legs chainsawed off. Yep. Shame on is you. The, is the philosophy. All right. Let's flash back to the moment you got your legs chainsawed off. Again,
2: uh, I'm shocked that Oliver Stone cut this. It just <laughs> sounds. <laughs> okay. So you're,
0: you're, in, you're relaxing in your own home. Uh, you're in your pajamas. Uh, give me a flashback barbarian comfy clothes fashion check. Sean, what are you wearing?
2: Uh, working TV VCR sweater, uh, playing drug-free PSAs. Uh, of course. The bottom half of a police state mummy costume. Gloves for socks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said your
0: your pajamas, your comfort clothes. You're, of course, in just a striped, strong man's leotard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, you're getting, you're getting your legs chainsawed off. How do you react? Uh,
2: I would say with bad acting, with really bad acting and uh, a dodgy Italian accent. Oh,
3: oh, my legs.
2: Yes, that's all
0: true. You can get a barbarian point for that. Uh, In fact, it is the walrus noise. Oh, fuck. I should have just known that
2: instinctively.
0: We have to pause and tell you that uh, periodically a barbarian brother will emit a walrus noise. Okay. Uh,
2: we don't know the significance she or didn't meaning know. of it. She knew mm. the second you send her that JPEG. It yeah. goes.
0: Uh, it goes a little like this.
2: Only <laughs> was that an audio clip, louder. or did you just fucking make that sound with your mouth?
0: I just fucking make that sound. <laughs> I've listened to it enough times that I can do it. Uh, it's unknown why they do this. Uh, sometimes it's in oh, pain. Sometimes it's in celebration. Uh, I think I know. Yeah, you, you know in your heart. Once they walrus, used it to walrus, escape walrus, a noose.
1: Walrus sex. Sorry.
0: <laughs> walrus that is sex. absolutely the noise they make when yes. they come. Yeah. You didn't even need to say that. We all know that. You are now the villains of the week on a Knight Rider episode. <laughs> it's it's a villainous barbarian fashion check. Sean, what's Peter's villain outfit?
2: Uh, okay, I got to be a villain. Um Car key chainmail, All black car keys. Uh, bunless jean shorts. Black jean shorts. Uh, one high heel, one sensible flat.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what you're—it's actually a little chiller than that. What you're—what you're, what you're wearing—is a peach tank top and gray sweatpants with stripes. <laughs> but here's okay. the thing: the sweatpants are pulled up to your ribs, and the tank top is tucked in. And somehow, the sweatpants are also tucked in.
2: <laughs> like, paratrooper style?
0: I don't even know. I, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Katie, Katie, what's David wearing?
1: David has high ponytail, very high pony. Uh, also, black eyeliner. Also, oversized Tweety Bird t-shirt and nothing else.
2: <laughs> Ooh, I like that a lot. Uh,
0: you get a barbarian point for that. Uh, you're wearing the exact same thing but palette swapped like you're the player 2 version in a yeah. video game, which uh, I think you are. I think that's what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're Billy and Jimmy. Uh, Sean, Peter is abducting a young woman. She screams let go of me, you anthropod. And your quip is Well, thank you. I, I just got it done. That's so <laughs> get a barbarian point for that. That's so close. <laughs> thank you. Your actual quip is I've been called worse things. (laughs) Okay. I think. I think. Uh, Katie, you are helping your villainous master drug a woman, and she summons you away by saying, Ready, boys? I smell rain in the air. Tonight you'll sleep inside. The implication being you are her dogs. Uh, How do you respond to
1: this? Well, this dog's bark is at least as good as his bite, if not better or worse.
2: (laughs) That's pretty good. Walrus sound. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 I think it sounds like a dog, but uh, that's what it's going for. But it's uh,
0: No, in total silence, you put one fist in your palm, kung fu style, and bow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cast the barbarians as like silent warrior monks. No, they cast them as themselves. This is just what he does. It's like improv when they right before they walk away. Uh, he yes. thought that was appropriate for the situation.
2: Perfect choice.
0: Okay. We cut to later. You're guarding the villain's compound. Kit pulls up and David Hasselhoff electrifies the fence around the compound with a battery from Kit and then sets off the alarm, interrupting what you two were doing. What were you two doing?
2: I'm going to say, I mean, it was we're really deep into the podcast and we haven't kissed yet. Uh, I think we were kissing. <laughs>
1: I actually agree with that. Yes,
2: you both get a point for that.
0: Uh, <laughs> you're not kissing, but to be clear, these are these are actual twins. And uh, Katie, they did kiss uh, in I think two <laughs> of their movies. Uh, like
1: on the mouth, on the mouth.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. they made out like tongues. They find, oh, they
2: find ways to make it work in the story, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's necessary. It's tasteful and classy yeah. for the story. Okay. Uh, I, I I say you're right because what you're doing is working out like almost touching each other right next to each other in total silence, and I think that's kind of like kissing to you guys. Yeah, it seems very yeah, intimate. It it's
1: it's so called intimate. a it's called a gains hug.
0: <laughs> you're gains hugging. Yes, called a exactly. brother pump.
1: Give me that brother pump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but less filthy than it sounds, more beautiful. Uh, you hear the alarm go off and b- you jog just bigly with great difficulty to the closed circuit <laughs> system. You examine the monitors and uh Peter, what do you, what do you think about this? What's going on?
3: Hey, it looks like David Hasselhoff's really electrifying the scene out there.
0: <laughs> Good use of the pun. Uh, you get a barbarian point for the pun. However, yeah. you say, I, that's probably a squirrel. I check it out. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
3: I'll go uh, I'm on squirrel duty again. You
0: run out there like you're going to chase a squirrel off.
2: <laughs> do I, I think I should bring my squirrel hunting equipment, which is a, a small uh, piece of cheese and a cardboard box. Of course. Uh, yeah, the Looney Tunes you know. style.
0: Uh, so you're bigly jogging out there like every step hurts both you and the ground. And you see David Hasselhoff. He waves to you and jumps over the fence. Uh, what do you do?
2: Uh, I run straight through that fence.
0: Yeah, you get a point for that. That's really close. Uh, you charge the fence and grab it with both hands as if you're going to rip it off the hinges, even though it's on you're on the inside, so you can you have the process to open it. Uh, oh no, no, it's electrified. So now you're being electrocuted. <laughs>
2: so I just ran up and grabbed an electric fence. Yes, you did. <laughs>
0: and, uh, David Hasselhoff says. Good morning, rather electrifying day, don't you think?
3: That was really good, Michael Knight. Uh,
0: you get a point because my next was, I was going to ask for your response. And then I was going to say, no, you say, no, you say, oh, because you're being electrocuted. Uh, but okay. you already got there. You already got there. Yeah, that I got point. there. Uh, Katie, you're David. You run out next. Uh, you see your brother grasping the fence with both hands. Every muscle seized up, elaborately mime twitching, making noises like he's being electrocuted while David Hasselhoff stands there and grins. What
2: get in do? on
3: this, brother pump! <laughs> brother! What do I, you do?
1: I go to embrace him, and I too start to be electrocuted.
0: Is, get a barbarian point? That's exactly right. Uh, you see your brother clearly being electrocuted by a man on the other side of the fence who you know is, is, is a villain to you. Uh, you run up to him. First, you carefully examine him for what seems like a full minute. Then you ask, is that that new breakdance and stuff? And you try oh to God. do it like it's a breakdance for a little bit. And then you grab him like you're going to just hug him. And you are now being electrocuted. Uh, Hasselhoff, this is the interrogation scene. Hasselhoff wants to know where you put the girl. What do you guys answer?
2: Oh, Jesus. I've been on this fence for so long. I think I answer what's a girl and then just foam the rest of my organs out of my mouth. <laughs> Katie, uh, what do you answer?
1: She's under, under the desk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 That's per- You get a point for that. That's exactly where they'd keep her. Uh, no, you both answer. Oh, cause you're still being electrocuted. You can't talk. <laughs> uh, Hasselhoff calls you both a name before knocking you unconscious. What does he call you?
1: ninety nine night Muffin Top and Dingus.
2: <laughs> muffin Top and Dingus. That's Perfect. pretty good. Which one's Muffin Top?
0: Ooh, Me. This is your... David's Muffin. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You get a point.
2: <laughs> you're <know>, just <laughs> racking up the points.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, he calls you both electric muscle necks. Electric, no. electric muscle necks. Electric muscle necks is the...
1: Yeah. God.
0: disdainfully looks on you and says, electric muscle necks.
1: No, I've I've heard about that. I've heard about electric muscle necks. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're sweeping the nation. It's a plague. It's a disaster.
1: Yeah. What happened
2: was that there was a splinter group of the Miami Sound Machine, and they went off to work with David Hasselhoff in the 80s, and they called themselves the electric muscle necks. And he hated them.
0: Yeah, he no respect them.
2: for them. He's like, he didn't like having to drop their name in this episode. He's like, I don't think it works in the script. and They're like, come on, fuck it, put the name of the band in the show. Okay. I'm Rider It's perfect publicity for us.
0: <laughs> Maybe if we recruit some muscle necks and electrify them, I guess. Yeah,
2: and that's and how they we call up, the
0: Barbarian Brothers.
2: We called up Gloria Stefan. They're like, yeah, watch Knight Rider tonight, bitch. <laughs> that's right, David Hasselhoff's in our name. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why, but you get a barbarian point for that. <laughs> I apologize to Gloria Stefan, who is a, a lovely woman.
0: Can you guess where you go next? What is your next appearance?
1: Uh, in the same movie?
0: No, no, no. We're done with it. We're done with Night Rider. Oh. You've been knocked out and called Electric Muscle Necks. You have been destroyed.
2: I hope it's a uh, like a Stage production for like a like a I don't know like an infomercial type of thing. I want to I want to say like a telethon. I want to be a part of a telethon, Japanese I'm telethon.
1: Say, I'm gonna say one of the blades.
0: One of the like the blade movies.
1: Yeah, one of the blades. Oh, that would
0: be good. They'd oh, be that so would good and really blade. good. Uh, you're on the Regis Philbin show in the early 1980s. Ah, this is. This okay. is pre barbarian fame, so give me a prototype barbarian fashion check. And uh, I'll, I'm going to make it easy on you. You're both doing this one. Uh, you're doing the palette swap thing again. So you're both wearing the same outfit. And uh, you can both take turns adding an item. Sean, go first green condom. Okay.
1: <laughs> Terry cloth shorts, but the side has a little cutout.
0: <laughs> Very good, Sean. <laughs> Diaper
2: hat. Also good, Katie?
1: A shirt, but it is mostly not shirt. There are two squares cut out for the abs and also a square cut out for the belly button.
0: I think that's actually something they wear at one point. Uh you both get points (laughs) for that. That's great. Uh what you're uh, this is gonna take some doing. What you're wearing. I can only describe as pastel muscle cloaks. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. You got rolled up headbands like your sushi chefs, uh, mm-hmm. Chuck okay. Norris blue jeans, stretchy workout pants, and cowboy boot socks. Now, when I say cowboy boot socks, you're going to think socks with cowboy boots on them or socks that look like cowboy boots. They're cowboy boots that are also somehow socks. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Sean, Regis is about to ask you a
2: question, but something interrupts you. What is it? something interrupts me while he's asking the question. Yes. Uh, Africanized bees. (laughs)
0: That's pretty close. You get a point for that. It's a loose dog on the side of the Regis (laughs) film show. Uh, it goes, it goes to you, but then it goes immediately after Regis because he's holding meat. Why is he holding meat?
2: (laughs) Is this still to me? Yes. Uh, so, because I got distracted by the dog during rehearsals and Regis thought if he held some meat, it would hold my attention. He was wrong. (laughs) He doesn't know anything about meat. Oh,
0: I can't give you a barbarian point for that. You will understand in a little bit why. Uh, He's holding meat because a cooking segment is up next and I guess he has to hold the meat the whole show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the job. That's why he's the best. He can host. He can meat hold.
0: (laughs) Uh, you were telling a story. What you were doing is, is telling a story before the wild dogs that roam the Regis show interrupted you. Uh, tell me
3: that story. Uh, we got started uh, looking at meat four to five minutes ago, Regis, when we came on your show and saw you holding meat. And ever since that day, I've been wanting to eat that meat. Give me that meat, Regis Philbin. I will tear your arms off to get to that meat
0: uh yeah that's okay that's really close you get that barbarian point back that you you get earlier uh here's 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 the story you tell after a wild dog interrupts you you what you go is what i was saying was anyway what what i was saying was if you're in the gym and you're there with your girlfriend and some guy comes in there and he slaps her in the face are you gonna look at? Are you gonna look down at the end of the the dumbbell row with like a ten pound dumbbell, or are you not gonna think you're gonna react to this situation with uh <laughs> pick up the two hundred pound dumbbell that's there and throw it in the guy's face? And
2: uh, so he's asking in. Regis the questions.
0: Turn the tables. <laughs> no, Reg- Regis asked him a question. This was the answer. Uh, Regis says. Yeah, you're a barbarian, but he's not done. Uh, Peter is not done. He continues to say, in normal day, everyday life, you think first and you react second. And that's what we say human beings don't do. The reason there's so much prejudice in the world and stuff is because they react first instead of meeting the person the first time, thinking about them, and then coming to conclusions. But when they go in the gym, they do the opposite. They think about the weight first and they react to it second.
2: (laughs) So he has stretched... Uh, so he's like a, an idiot, I guess. And he's saying this idiocy is really, if you think about it, a great way to solve problems like lifting and racism. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, <laughs> okay. that's his story. That's what, gotta, that's what he said. you got to really stretch the metaphor, but it works. It works.
0: <laughs> All right, Katie, uh, the whole time Peter's talking, something is distracting you. What is it?
1: I'm going to say it's my own pants. Like I keep adjusting them a little bit and then I kind of adjust them again and I stand up and then I readjust and I just keep readjusting.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I can't give you the point. The answer was right there. Sean already had it. It's the raw steak Regis is holding. Ah.
2: You can't take
0: your eyes off of it. You've been watching it the whole time, like following everywhere it goes with your eyes. Uh, Regis is clearly stunned by this insane story about racism and lifting. And he says, has this been your philosophy your whole life? And how do you answer that?
3: No, <laughs> oh, I just came up with it Regis I, I never you honestly You get a barbarian
0: <laughs> uh, You
3: say no we only been out of here three years <laughs> <I> mean, Never <laughs> never gave anything a thought before three years ago Regis and We thought about, we thought about this
0: Alright Regis yeah, anyway, has doing. feats of strength for you to perform He has a phone book and a hot water bottle What do you
2: do with them? And this is to both of you uh, I eat the hot water bottle I eat the phone book <laughs>
1: I'm going to okay. say the it's a hot water bottle. I pour that directly in my eyes. And then <laughs> I rip the phone book apart, but not with my arms, but with my legs, with my feet.
0: Uh, you can both get a point because that's what should have happened. Uh, but what you actually do is toss them off screen, refusing because it's beneath your dignity. <laughs> nobody, nobody could have expected that. Yeah, that's for Regis Jesus bodybuilders, not maniac bodybuilders you regis absolutely harangues you mocks every part of you your philosophy your motto your outfits he hates this so much what do you do to this little goblin biting your ankles cower
2: i i'm not gonna come on regis's show and fucking alpha dog him i curl up in a little ball and take his abuse this is the whole reason i'm this big is childhood insecurity you think i got over that you think fucking lifting fixed that no no I'm just that little boy that got screamed at by my stepdad.
3: You're wrong, me. but you do get not a pull- me.
1: <laughs> I, I pick up a chair. I kind of squeeze the chair in frustration, and then I put the chair back down, but not gently. I put that chair down rough. Uh,
0: Pretty close. Uh, What you do is you lift Regis and carry him off screen and God knows what you do to him, but they cut to commercial and he's a lot nicer when you get back. Uh, When you come back, you have changed into your weightlifting clothes because those weren't your weightlifting clothes from earlier. Uh, You have a weight bench set up and here's where you're going to perform your feats of strength. What do you do?
3: I benched
1: benched my bro. I benched my brother. My brother's getting benched.
2: I'm still a little teary eyed from my outburst earlier. He's crying in a little
1: ball. He's crying in a little ball and his tears drip on my face and I bench him and I say, it's all right. I got you. You're my weight. Who's my little weight?
0: I think that actually happens in a Barbarian Brother movie. So you do both get points for that. Uh, I think they actually did that at some point. They don't do that here. Uh, What they do is they warm up sensibly, taking their time with small, unimpressive lifts and working their way up to decent lifts. Again, there's no way you could have predicted that, and I'm not going to punish no, you for it. It's impossible. really good insane. TV.
2: It's a terrible they couldn't TV. Have, they couldn't have warmed up on, during commercial? Like, Oh, they were beating up Regis Philbin. Never mind. They were right?
0: beating up Regis Philbin, and it wasn't enough of a warm-up to get started. <laughs> yeah, it's not a warm-up. Re- Regis fucking hates this. Every second of this, he'd
2: kill you for it if he
0: could. But he can't. So they let you do this. Uh, Katie, David, how do you respond to his negativity? Uh
1: God, rip a nipple impotently. off. Rip, just rip one of his little nipples off. It's it's like small too. He's got one of those little ones, like where it's like seems a little too small. But I take it like I would take a grape and just pluck it right off.
0: <laughs> That's ah. Oh, I can't give you a point because what you do is even more of a power move. Uh, you turn to him and say, "This is what I was saying." I when they called me, I said I wanted to run your show because you guys are incapable of doing it. You're not doing a good job. <laughs> holy shit, holy this, shit. Is a, this is a disaster so they were invited on when they invited the bodybuilders on to lift weights they said can we run the show
3: right. <laughs> let's let
2: us produce the show they're like no just lift some weights like no we're gonna tank your whole show and then that'll be our sales pitch for why we should run
1: who's behind that, that camera who's behind that camera that should be me i should be on that camera i should be running that camera
0: Everyone here should be barbarian, brother. We can multiply if we really Is try. That to watch. A boom?
1: Give me that boom! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's madness. Uh, you're doing your lifts. You're getting up to impressive weights, but the entire time you're complaining about the work ethic of the Regis Philbin show. What does that sound like, Katie?
1: You guys think you are in here with your little khakis? With your little khakis and your little polos, and you never once, you never once think, Why don't I just get up? Why don't I just stand up right now? Just stand up. But no, you sit down behind your little desk with your little mug full of a little bit of water, but you don't stand up. You're not standing.
2: Yeah, you fucking tell him, bro. That's remarkably close.
0: Remarkably close. You can get a barbarian point for that. What you actually say is See, see if everyone's like us and just went 100% for one goal, the fastest way to get anywhere is a straight line. And if you have to go get your weights, go get your clothes, you have, to go, you have to go out with your girlfriend, you go do this, you go do that. You never finish that thought because there never was a finish, but <laughs> right. you're still not done. It just turns into a different thought. Sean, you can continue this. Your next ramble is about parenthood and garbage. And remember, you're lifting powerful weights the whole time.
2: Okay, parenthood and garbage. Let me let me think about what I know as a barbarian about parenthood and garbage. I've got it. 14 seconds of walrus sound. <laughs> <No> <laughs> barbarian point for that because it should be uh
0: you continue to say see when i that's why when i have a kid ladies and gentlemen what you do is you put positive energy into your son no matter what he wants to do if he wants to be a garbage man fine but that kid is gonna be the best damn garbage man in one week he'll he'll lift up more garbage than another garbage man in a month if he does it like that he's great he's great at what he does and he's happy and that's fine
1: he's gonna be the harvard of garbage
0: (laughs) interesting (laughs) philosophy (laughs) <laughs> that they're coming up with on the fly while lifting powerful weights it's wonderful <laughs> uh you do have a big finale planned uh i'm i'm gonna ask you what it is but i'm gonna give you hints and you will revise <laughs> your answer as each hint is revealed okay. uh so your first your first hint uh is the brothers say we've been training a girl for the last six months
1: hmm. all right mmm yeah. uh.
2: I crawl inside a woman and burst her from the inside with one massive box.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, for me, it's a baby Bjorn, but for an adult woman, and she goes in there.
0: That's that's wonderful. Points to each of you. Uh, the the next revision, you you clarify she's a
3: hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> okay. She's between two slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> lightly toasted.
1: She's curled around a bar like she would be a weight on one end.
0: All right, two more points. Let's. So uh, you're, you're getting it. Uh, yeah. You go on to say, she's gorgeous.
2: And then the the other one says, yeah, gorgeous.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh, no. I think we're going to make love to this woman together. <laughs> Regis, you gotta see this shit. Look at my (laughs) brother's face when we do
3: this.
1: (laughs) I pull out a chair, but it's got a spike in the middle of it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Somehow Sean gets a point and you don't. Don't
3: ask me to explain. You always take it too far, Katie.
0: (laughs) Their next line is, uh, I I believe it's Peter that says, she's a mulatto. She's half black and half white.
3: Oh, no. No.
2: (laughs) No. I feel like that was already offensive whenever this reaches film and show. I
1: have a, I do wear, put on a hat that's got a chair on it, but there's no spike on it. (laughs) Got a okay,
0: (laughs) Like a chair (laughs) <laughs> like, a, like a circus act? Okay, that's it's, perfect. No, no,
1: it is like a baseball hat, but with a chair attached to it. A human chair. Oh, size. so she could sit on it
0: and you could so wear it. So she could like, sit I on did. it,
1: but okay. it's attached to my head.
0: Okay. All
2: right, you get the point
0: back. See, I'm going that. to go, go a different the direction.
2: Chair. I feel like this is sort of a Prince Sheila E. thing. I think he's this is a musician we've discovered, and we're like, you got to see her. She's 120 pounds. She's of mixed race, because this is how you would describe... Uh, you know the next big act. This is how Prince would describe uh, everyone he's ever found. Right, true.
0: Uh, your then next,
2: he, he takes her shirt off and throws her in a fucking lake.
0: <laughs> uh, your next, your next hint, and she's gonna pose for us. Oh,
1: we. Oh,
2: this is get so out. Weird.
1: I I get out a little beret. It's too small for my head, and I get out an easel. <laughs> And then I get out a paintbrush, but it's a really big paintbrush, so it's very heavy.
3: <laughs>
2: I get lifting, out a, lifting
0: art. It's perfect.
2: I get out a, a, a big bottle of moisturizing lotion, make it very clear what I'm about to do, but I'm making a big show of it. It's not lewd yet. It's just like, oh, get ready for this. We're really going
0: to. Uh, okay, you can both have a point for that. Uh, no, it's the dog. The dog comes back out. Turns out you brought the you brought a loose dog to the Regis Philbin show for this bit. Uh, give me a dog barbarian fashion check. <laughs> uh, dog okay. has a
1: mohawk. Dog has a mohawk.
2: <laughs> Castle Lego dog shirt. Space Lego dog panties. Uh, Doggles.
1: No. Doggles. It- this is for this dogs. is
2: great. You can both have
0: a point for it. But I'm sorry, he's wearing your outfit, so you're all in matching weight
1: with
0: <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And what do you do with the dog?
1: Toss him, throw him, just as far as I can.
3: <laughs> just <laughs> the back of that crowd. <laughs> Someone's going home with a 120 pound mulatto dog.
1: <laughs> Overhanded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you guide the dog through a series of bodybuilding
3: poses. My God, this is so fucking weird.
0: <laughs> the dog hates it, but you continue doing it. Uh, Regis tries to get an out, but you have one final word to end the segment. What is it?
2: Punch to Regis Philbin's face.
1: My final word is, and that's a that's dog's got its bone today. That dog, that dog got its bone today.
0: Uh, No, I'm sorry. No points awarded. Your last word is actually, (laughs) 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 You are now on a Japanese variety show. Uh, I know. Holy shit. Give me some barbarians in Japan fashion checks. Uh, Sean, you're up first.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm in Japan, so I'm going to be wearing uh, the smallest American army camouflage they make. Uh, sections eight and nine of a Chinese dragon and the, uh, tangled debris of a fence I ran through. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a frequently an accessory. Uh, <laughs>
0: What you're actually wearing is a tie-dyed sweater that has been attacked by six dogs, white linen slacks, but somehow sweatpants, but somehow also cut off to be shorts, <laughs> a black fanny pack, rainbow socks tucked into untied hiking boots. That's, Katie, God, go beautiful. ahead. Wearing
1: a bright red Speedo, but over the crotch is a plastic lion's head. My shoes are combat boots, but they have also a lot of stars on them that are bright. And I think they have LEDs in them. Well, if LEDs didn't exist at this point, they are at least glow in the dark. Uh, Shirt is very short, long-sleeved Henley shirt, but it's cut off right below my nipples. And on my head is... A normal newsboy hat that is played.
0: <laughs> so that, that's so accurate to their persona. You can both have a point. A great effort. Uh, what you're actually wearing is a very large man's everything. Uh, his <laughs> Japanese carpenter's pants tucked into his athletic socks. His stretch tank top. His torn Reeboks, and definitely all held up by his black karate belt. <coughs> There you go. You're surrounded by Japanese cele- celebrities. Uh, you do not speak any Japanese, and no translator has been provided or you threw him out a window. Uh, he's just not there, and nobody understands anything. What's the first thing you
1: do? I say very, very slowly and haltingly, Koni Chawa.
3: Suimasen <laughs> <laughs> so, so for my brother. Now, what's the Japanese
2: word for mulatto dog? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: no, I'm sorry. You lift the host against his will. You don't oh. understand what he's saying to you, so you just lift him. Uh, they bring out a weight set for you uh, with okay. extreme difficulty. Uh, it looks like several people are hurting themselves. Do you guys help them? No. No, that's right. I, you do not.
1: I stare at them though. I watch their struggle.
0: That's exactly correct. You watch and laugh at their struggle. Uh, Finally, it becomes apparent they simply cannot get the bar up to the rack. It will never happen. So you do help them, but only after many hernias have been made. (laughs) You're ready to performatively lift weights again. Uh, So you inform (laughs) the tiny men you have the world record on this lift. Uh, How do they respond? Uh, Confused nodding. Pretty close, Uh, it's a shrug. They don't speak English. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Sean, uh, Peter has a special way of lifting. What is it?
2: Uh, pelvic.
0: It is actually very pelvic. Uh, you do get a point for that. You yeah. also reverse your grip uh, so you can bodybuild Goofy style. Whoa. <laughs> you you don't explain why you do this, uh, but you do. Now, Katie, <laughs> David has a very special way of supporting his brother while he lifts weights. What is that?
1: I get behind him and I squat real low and kind of clap my hands near his butt and I go, come on, come on. I God. just keep, keep saying that.
0: God, that's so close. You get a point for that. After every lift, you say up and at the end, you very gently say strong. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, the, to both of the you. The Japanese crowd is eating it up.
0: <laughs> they do. They actually love it. Uh, the both of you do it. You lift weights performatively. Everyone claps for you. What do you do?
1: I also clap. Yeah,
0: That's I do the same, but fucking with my correct. Box. <laughs> Katie, Katie, God, you understand the Barbarian Brothers. You join in clapping for yourselves. You're, you're <laughs> proud. It's great. Uh, now, Katie, this will go to you, since Sean has possibly already seen this. Uh, this whole time you've been on this show, a very strange man has been watching you silently, not participating in any way, Who is he, and what's strange about him?
1: Uh, uh, He's strange because he's Bono.
0: (laughs) 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 I would love that so much. Uh, You get a point for a better idea. Well, maybe not a better idea. He's strange because he's Richard Keel, the man who played Jaws in the Bond movies. He's fucking eight (laughs) feet tall. He looks like an ogre. He's here for, I guess, moral support. He's been here the whole time without saying a word, just silently watching you lift weights and mauling the hosts. He will reach over and grab one of the hosts and just shake him, shake him around (laughs) when he gets bored. To celebrate uh, your successful lip, you do an inspirational rap. Uh, Give me the best lyric from that rap.
2: Um, okay. Uh, uh, when you're made out of meat, and you grew up without hugs, don't uh, take to the street and uh, get lost in drugs. <laughs> that's great and very
0: authentic. Uh, you get a point. Yeah, I'm not that. trying to be funny.
2: I feel like that's really close to what what the words must have been.
0: It's pretty close. Uh, the best lyric that I think from that rap is You must work real hard and never say no. Rome wasn't built in a day, it went real slow. <laughs> uh, Katie, okay. does Richard Keel join in the rap?
1: God, please he yes. does, but yes. kind of as a background beatboxer
0: that is that's exactly correct of course he does but he's in the background and there's a part where you go think big and then a very deep voice goes no doubt about it and richard keel <laughs> does the very deep voice that answers and it's uh it's wonderful so he's just not some
2: random guy on the stage he was there to to do this he
0: was there to do that he he was in very very briefly uh he was a villain from one of the movies that they're here to promote but he doesn't have any other part in this performance other than to go, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> that they flew him to Japan so he could stand in the background and go, no doubt about it. <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: Uh, David, Katie, you add one accessory to your outfit during this performance. What is it?
1: Mm, it's a big chain. On the end of the chain is a cast iron dog.
0: That you get a barbarian point uh, the real answer is just Blues Brothers sunglasses just tasteful. Ow. You just slip on a pair of Blues Brothers sunglasses it's, it's a cool thing to do uh, Sean do I, do you uh, do you kidnap a small Japanese man and force him to dance in your show
2: <laughs> well the way you ask that I feel like the answer is yes yes the so answer is yes the wild card answer is double yes <laughs> double yes
0: yes you do you grab one of the, the variety guests standing to the side and uh, you do wrestle him physically over as he tries to get away. And then you force him bodily by like shaking his body around to dance with you.
2: God, it's uh, gotta be so hard being on a show knowing your role is to just be a giant meat monster. And like, cause I feel like under no- most circumstances you wouldn't just grab a man and shake him around. But here it feels like like expected. Like if you didn't do that, it'd be like, well, what am I even here for? I'm gonna just grab a random they person. Make it, they
0: make them. it look easy. That's how good they are. How does the yeah. rap end? To both of you, oh, walrus sound. That is exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> you both get a point. Uh, Katie, you can just coast off the point, but yes, it's walrus noise. I'm glad that was your immediate reaction. All right, your final, your final scenario. You guys had a music video. Uh, what's the song called and what's it
2: about? <sighs> Got it. Like literally, could the song be anything. is called
1: Discipline. And it's also about discipline.
0: <laughs> I think that's on the album somewhere. You get a
2: barbarian point for that. Sean, what's your guess? Uh, I'm going to say it's about uh, a mulatto dog we accidentally tore in half. <laughs> 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 we'll miss you. You get, you get a point because maybe that is what it's about.
0: Uh, the song is called I'm a Wild One. Only you misspell it in the official video. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's about being a wild one.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, okay. you you do use a prominent sample as the backbeat throughout the whole song. What is it?
1: Ice, ice, baby.
0: We built this city. No, I'm sorry. No points. It's monkey screeching. Monkey screeching <laughs> forms the backbone of this song. What uh, uh-
1: species? What species of monkey?
0: I I don't know. You'll have to listen to the
2: entire song uh, yourself. Mm. Is it a uh, howling monkey or like a like deep monkey? I, or I think a, it's just a like screeching a maragate. screeching monkey.
1: It's a screech. Okay. It's probably a chimp. It's, a, it's definitely
0: a screech. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with chimp. It's a screeching chimp. Uh, now you because you're a wild one, you want to perform this in the wilderness. Where Where is the wilderness to you?
2: Oh, it's got to be a Jersey Shore park.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say a park.
2: Pretty close, you it's, both get a point.
1: Visible visible like public restrooms.
2: Maybe a landfill. It's,
0: yeah, that's pretty close. You both get a point. It's an unadorned dirt lot in the California Hills. <laughs> okay. It's just like a like a like a dirt pull off that they are clearly about to build something on. And that's uh that's what you think of when you think of the wilderness. Give me a barbarian fashion check, Katie.
1: Hmm. Well, we're wild ones. I think I'm wearing rags for pants, just rags. Uh, shirt is a sort of like one of those, you know, safari park kind of shirts, like Steve Irwin would wear, but it's cut off, and the the, sh- the sleeves are just shredded. For a hat, it is a snake.
0: i love the the wilderness vibes you you get a point for getting the vibe right what you're actually wearing is a silk scarf for a headband mongolian riding pants and moccasins one handcuff earring you've permed your hair one half of your face is painted like a blue leopard you're wearing a shredded beach towel over a hooded sweatshirt and occasionally a live monkey yeah yeah sean
2: Barbarian fashion check. Go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, a tourniquet on each limb. Uh, guitar pasties. Uh, what am I covering my shame with? Um. Golden lion tamarind.
0: <laughs> All right. Pretty good. Uh, again, you've got the wildlife motif correct. You'll get a barbarian point for that. Uh, you're wearing a bright orange Hare Krishna robe. You okay. also have a silk scarf for a headband, and also the Mongolian riding pants and moccasins. One half of your face is painted like a tiger. You have an elaborate ceremonial dagger, but not for display. You spend the whole video thrashing it wildly. Uh, you've got the other handcuff <laughs> earring. Unseen enemies of Peter Paul
2: Barbarian brother.
0: <laughs> you've got the other handcuff earring, and also occasionally a live monkey. You share it like Aww. the earrings, like the pants. The bros- there's a steel cage and somebody dancing seductively in it while somebody else walks around inspecting them erotically. Who's in the cage? Sean. Richard Keel. And wh- Richard Keel. <laughs> and who's inspecting Katie? Uh,
1: I think the, it's me inspecting the cage and it's Sean's twin in the cage.
0: Ooh, mm. both and, and that and Richard Keel are all great answers. You can have two more barbarian points. Uh, David, you're correct. Is in the cage dancing seductively (laughs) while a beautiful woman walks around poking at him. Like you'd think it'd be reversed or played for laughs. No, David just didn't understand why the woman would get the erotic spotlight when he could do a better job. And he was right. He was absolutely right. Uh, there's another sample entering the riot. That is this song. What is it?
2: (sighs) Well, the last one was the screaming monkey. Uh, I'm gonna say, a um, a fist entering a bowl of cottage cheese.
1: Mm. I'm gonna say a kookaburra.
2: No, I'm sorry. It's, uh,
0: uh, <laughs>
2: god damn it! It's always walrus noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pure audio chaos. If there's already a monkey on set. You're bringing in another animal. What's that animal?
2: Well, our you, poor poor can is dead. you can get it. You can get it.
1: Uh, Richard
2: Keel in a bear suit
1: a An endangered tiger
2: Oh, you both
0: get points If you combine those two things, you'll get the actual answer It's a bear It's a bear on a chain that is Purely decorative In fact, let me check It's made out of your earrings Is there a trainer <laughs> guiding it? Uh, no No, of Tra- course there's trainer, not
1: Trainers are for quitters <laughs>
0: Uh more Rome animals on not set. Not built with trainers. More animals on set. Raccoons, foxes. The bear is still here. What does the bear do?
1: He eats one of the raccoons. You would think.
0: No, it joins the rap. It joins the rap ah. just like Richard Keel. There's a shot where you both lean into the mic to harmonize with a bear. Uh, more, huh. more, more for the entourage. What else joins? John, give me a couple.
2: How about uh uh a sorcerer? Uh, just like an old, wizened, maybe a vampire sorcerer. Um, uh, like a, a sort of a garbage can droid that rolls around on skates. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind just like a, a flurry of man-shaped crows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get a barbarian point for that. What actually happens
0: is a bikini lady, a little person, and multiple children join in. And uh, oh no, how does this rap end? It's not Walrus Noise. Uh,
1: Just let's see. So the monkey, I throw it as hard as I can over <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get a barbarian point for that. It is barbarian as fuck. John, how how does this wrap in?
2: We discover we've been rapping on quicksand this entire time, and we all we all go under together uh, and give a Terminator Two thumbs up.
0: No, I'm sorry, it's a clip of you guys from Barbarians, uh, the one where you're holding a severed werewolf head and barking at it mockingly. Of course, I remember.
3: Oh yeah,
0: and there's only one way to end this podcast. o o <belkitered> <sciences> at it too good for too long sarsquarch laughing at us from their unspoiled forests don't even pay rent well i'm sick of it i've recruited the best goddamn big feet hunters this side of the whittler i call them the supremes we got three finger Louie, aaron Crosston, adrian h aiden Muat, alpha scientist javo andreas larson armando nava Badger is hunting foot because he's dyslexic. Benjamin Sironin, Ben Talzer. Brandon Garlock brought Bigfoot urine, but not his lure. And that's all gentlemen say. Brian Saylor. Breanne Whitney. Rockway loves the meat me there. woo yes, he does. Barry 2 Man, Chad ain't satisfied hunting Bigfoot. He's here to make a Bigfoot hunt him. Chance McDermott. Chris Brower, Curious Glare, Bigfoot Stole His Girl. Not romantically, Bigfoot stole a whole person and he's here for revenge. Dan B, Devin the Rogue Supreme, Dean Costello, Bigfoot Stole His Girl but romantically and he's here to win her back. Donald Finney, Dr. Awkward, Eric Spalding, Fancy Shark Stole Bigfoot's Girl and he's here to do it again. Jello, Greg Cunningham, Hambo, Paraka is actually hunting a mothman. Fucking takes all kinds, am I right? Harvey Penguini, Hot Fart, Jaber Al Aiden, Jeff Horaski. John Dean, John Hector McFarlane has successfully hunted seven big feet. Wears her heads on a necklace and never takes off. It's so heavy he's got neck problems. It's real, that's real stuff right there. John McCammon, John Minkoff, Josh Fabian, Joshua Graves is hunting every man's dream, two big feet at the same time. Josh S, Ken Paisley, KM is hunting Bigfoot the truck. He gonna skin it. M J He Chapelle, Mac Miserable, Matt Riley, Max Faroy, Michael Lair is here to save Bigfoot the deluded son of a bitch. Michael Wales, Mickey Lowman, Mike Styles. Moju fell for one of Bigfoot's pyramid scams. Ain't nobody leaves this forest till that $3,500 comes back. Andy. Neil Bailey. Neil Schaefer, Neku104 don't believe in Bigfoot, but does believe the zoo has lost more apes than they caught to. Nick Ralston. Ozzie Olin. Patrick Hertz. Rachel is Bigfoot's girl and she caught him stepping out. Rain Vargas. Rhiannon. Sarkovsky. Sean Chase. Saren is only here to find out what they say about fellers with big feet is true. Spotty Reception. Supernaut. Ted H. Thomas Cavazos don't want to kill Bigfoot, but he sure wants to fuck him up some. Timmy Leahy. Toasty God. Tom Sekula has two trained Bigfoot hounds, and they will attack anything over seven feet tall. Sorry, Shaq. Tommy G. Waylon Russell. Yasserian and Un-Andy, who is secretly a Bigfoot in a hat and trench coat. He's here because infiltrating Bigfoot hunts is the only thing that gets his motor running anymore, and I support it. Oh no, the hounds! Run! Run, you majestic bastard!